Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 73, the final episode of 20... Forgot the year. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, hold things. on. Wait a second. I'm happy to, I'm happy to see this still happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> weekly basis. So you it got was the- pretty easy. You got, you got the first half, and you just had to say that again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, nah, fuck it. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, episode 73, the final episode for 2020. I am Zach Jackson, joined by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hello. Adam Ryan. Hello. And Dylan Bluru. Hello. How are we all? Well, it's good to know that it's actually 2020 this year. Oh, mate, look, you made one... <laughs> couple of boo-boos <laughs> and everyone's on you yeah look uh shouldn't have looked down at the 2021 because i'm thinking about my uh th- i'm thinking about that answer but uh more on, mm. more on that later cheeky spoilers mate careful now mr wa it's been a while yeah. how have you been it has been a while um yeah, yeah good yeah no not bad yeah happy to be here and talk about how badly I fucked up my pledges, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that at some point, I'm sure. Love that. Can't wait for that. Mr. Ryan. Yeah, mate. Son of Jim. How you going? Uh, real hot. It is hot as hell here at the moment. My house retains what's heat. What's hot, though? Yeah, what's hot in Tassie? Like, um, what's your hot in Tassie? I think it was 30 today, but it was also in, like, Rookie ridiculously numbers. humid. Have you ever, like... Filled a vacuum with water and then tried to... Well, no, I'd never disrespect a vacuum that way, mate. Tried to, like, blow it in your face or something like that? Does that work? No, because it sucks they, in. They, yeah, like, yeah, like the they go the other way, man. <laughs> yeah, Look, true. we'll have to have a what chat to s- off, uh, off potty about how vacuums work. I'll take you through the you basics. The a fan and have the vacuum behind the fan, so you suck the water up and then the fan blows it back forward. So you can just get misting fans. You're aware of that, right? No, actually, I'm not. Yeah, they're they're cool. They have a little bucket of water that it really? mists out and then it blows. And it the... makes a lot more sense than putting a bunch of water in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't sound half as fun. <laughs> that, that, that might be a fun experiment. No, Let's be real. It wouldn't, but I mean, I'd love you to try. Can you suck up water with a vacuum? Like, is that possible? You're, you can do it once, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's a feature. I mean, yeah. you could do it more than once, assuming that you had a perfectly clean vacuum with no dust in it, so it wouldn't clog. Yes. Just yeah. like, does the does like the vacuum have enough sucking power to pull up water? Mate, I always have enough sucking. I mean, my vacuum always has enough how, sucking. How power. thick is the suck? <laughs> <laughs> how, how good to suck? <laughs> oh God, Jordan, how are you? Uh, I'm alright, kind of tired because I just spent the last like. Week or so cleaning my entire house because I had an inspection today, mm, and so it's then I fun. had to uh, 
had to put um, my cat in his cage and I had to go to the park nearby with him. And well, I sat there for about two hours because the realtor that was doing the inspection was late. And my, my cat was not happy. So, what, so you've got a, a cat? Uh, We're renting and we have not told the landlord that we have a you better cat. hope they don't listen to this podcast yeah, yeah you're shit. in trouble mate we're, jesus we're moving soon anyway i don't care yeah i've been there that's uh not not fun um if you get caught it's not fun um uh, so yeah good luck um kieran how are you i'm all right am i a little bit tired from yeah. Just work and trying to smash out certain giant open world games. Um, but other than that, I'm right. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, woodwork could be smashing you pretty hard. Um, do you have good aircon? At home? At work. At work, yeah. yeah. What, what yeah, he does yeah. is he gets a vacuum and he sucks yeah, up we've the got, we get <laughs> <laughs> We get all the fans and we put them in front of all the vacuums and then we get buckets of water and... <laughs> Hey, hey, you just wait. It's going to be a thing. It's not. Uh, no, I've, go- I've put it onto Google, and the spruce has told me that regular vacuum cleaners are not designed to pick up water. It looks like you've Googled, can a vacuum cleaner kill you? Yeah, well, that was actually what I was typing in to, uh, to see, can a vacuum suck up water? And that, that's the first thing that come up, and I was, yeah. I, I, I don't quite get the one, like, sort of down, down the bottom. A here. rich a condition? Vacuum- yeah, what, what is that? <laughs> oh Adam? no! Um, no, I've What's got nothing for you, Adam. I'm guessing, like, if you're you're looking to sell your property, can your vacuum also, raise the the price misfire. of the fire? What is what's when it's yeah, when we're talking about vacuums? What's a misfire? Yeah, I also can't help you with that. Come on, I thought you um. Well, I figured a misfire was only with engines. I don't. I yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm trying to go- Google again, and it's come up. Can a vacuum cleaner give you a hickey? Surely, Adam, you've got, <laughs> you've, you've got uh, the answer on that. Well, none that are visible when I'm cl- when I'm fully clothed. Oh wow, jeez. Um, also, okay. I'd I'd like to point out that the misfire thing isn't from a vacuum cleaner per se. It's just a vacuum. Uh yeah. Look, that's that's true. Oh yeah. All right. No, yeah, a lot of this is probably not to do with vacuum cleaners. So the the misfire is like, say you had an enclosed space that was on fire and all the oxygen got uh, burnt up. When you open the window, oxygen will rush in and then set on fire immediately, causing an explosion outwards. Welcome yeah, but to what happens if you suck up water comment. with a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the water would put out the fire. Yeah, haven't you played Pokemon, mate? Problem solved. Wow. All right, let's uh, let's move on from the yeah. This is weird. The vacuum, the vacuum cleaner cast. Um, where do we start? Video games, I guess. Probably the best thing to talk about. Uh, who has been playing anything? No, nah, never heard of her. <laughs> wow, sage. Um, has anyone played anything that's not? I mean, no one's really reviewing. I don't think. I uh I scrambled to get my last couple of pledge gains done. Oh, hang on, we'll talk about pledges in a minute. But 
Yeah, but aside from that, uh, the usual Final Fantasy fourteen. Fuck. Wow. Even after you had to finish like all the raids and shit. Yep. Still playing it. Wow. Still playing Did, it. So there was a new update dropping today. Did we get any confirmation that, 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 that there was a new raid? Uh, yeah, they're done already. They're like done <laughs> super quick. So there was a new update today and you've already done the raid? It wasn't today. It was, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. That mm. was like the first thing I did. Why, why do you think I need the podcast to end quickly? Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Furious. Uh, Dylan, you said yep. that you started a game. No, you so you've been playing I was a game. Fi- Yeah, me. I was finishing. Um, tell me why. I, I oh, yeah? played the first episode and then today sat down and finished the rest of the second. And I think I'm like at the last, you know, probably half an hour of the third. So that game's mint. You like also, it? Also, um, been playing Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, still. boy. And lastly, I jumped back into Overcooked with my girlfriend, just the first one, because we were playing through that. And we stopped because I would yell at her a bit too much. Um, <laughs> but I promised not to yell at her, and we played a couple of levels of that the other night, and that was, was good fun. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, just to be quick. Nice. Uh, Kieran, you, I think you told me very, very briefly that you started Call of the Sea. I know we spoke about it last week. I did, but I, I haven't gone back to it. I haven't touched it? Nah. I'm keen on it. I want to. What did you make of the first little bit? I like it. I, um, the, the narration from the main character is a little bit annoying. Mm. Um, and I'm hoping that kind of settles down as you get more into the rhythm of the actual game. Um, but it's very pretty and I like, I like the idea of, uh, the puzzles and stuff. So cool. I'm, I'm really keen to get sucked back into it, but it just, yeah, time and other things. Fair. Makes sense. Adam, you got anything for us? That's not uh, related to anything. Um, just to appease Jordan, I've been playing more Demon Souls um, very slowly. Yeah, boy. But steadily. And I'm really enjoying it, even though it's kicking the shit out of me. I've uh, been playing some Cold many, War. Sorry. How many times have you, have you died? Um, upwards of 10. No, I haven't got a counter, but it's been, yeah, I've been doing pretty well. Um, like I, I think I said to, to Jordan earlier this week, I defeated two bosses in one life and was incredibly pleased with myself. And I was very proud of you. Yep. We, we bonded. It was wonderful. Uh, but yeah, I've played plenty of that. Well, some of that, uh, a bit of cold war and then, uh, a certain horror game that I'll talk about in a game of the year talk. Whoa. Have you um played multiplayer for Cold War? That's pretty much all I've been playing, yeah. I started, okay. I've done, I think, maybe the first two missions of the campaign. So I don't know if you guys have been keeping track of this, but I get emails all the time for it. Mm-hmm. Remember Kieran Stockton uh, wrote an article, I think, based on the beta for yep. Cold War? Mm-hmm. Um, just saying how he, because he didn't like, Modern Warfare, that's the last one, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Or before that, yeah. But he uh, rates Cold War. Um, what do you make of the, the multiplayer? Are you a fan more than Modern Warfare? Yeah. Yeah, hands down. I've... Um, really? Oh, really? Yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Um, 
yeah, Modern Warfare didn't grab me as much as it did a lot of other people. Uh, and then when they brought in uh, Warzone and that kind of fucked around with, with everything with the main game, uh, I kind of jumped out. Uh, but no, I've been enjoying Cold Wars multiplayer heaps. It's uh, it's a really fun time. You're a really fun time. Oh, has thanks, anyone, man. you probably haven't, but has anyone read or seen any of the comments left on Kieran's article? Because they, they keep coming back. Um, I'm guessing is, people aren't pleased. No, nah, they're not. I, you know, they're not too happy. I thought because it was an opinion piece, we locked the comments. Hey, uh, well, no, 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 where they do that for it, reviews? It wouldn't have locked yet because it's not that old. Actually, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, there's like 46 comments, and the majority of them are not. Um, yeah, are not positive. The first one is this game sucks. Compared to Modern Warfare, it's a huge step back. Surprised you get paid to write about video games. Uh, <laughs> jokes on them. Joke, hey. <laughs> Doesn't get paid. Um, there was another good one, which I fucking meant to screenshot, but no, can't find it. But yeah, they are. Yeah. Nah, I stand, um, with, I stand with KS. You stand with KS. I'm with him. Well, there you go. I'll back him. Um, what have you been playing, Zach? Uh, I've just been playing a little bit more of The Hand of Glory, uh, part two. Uh, there was one really cool puzzle, uh, which I'll probably talk about more when, when, we, when I talk about the review of the game, if I ever do that. But yeah, <laughs> it was a cool puzzle, but it's just so far it's more of, more of the same. Um, it's kind of, the story's kind of picking up a little bit uh, in terms of it's like, it's like revealing more of itself now. Uh, so I'm kind of, I'm interested to see where it goes, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it apart from the big game that came out a few days ago. Uh, oh, you've actually talk, played that? Yeah, we, we, yeah, I've played a little bit, which we'll talk, I guess, very, very briefly. Uh, we do, hopefully, we do, uh, hopefully, we are potentially going to do a, a Cyberpunk review uh, podcast at some point, but um, Kieran, you're doing the review for Well Played. What are your first thoughts on uh, on Cyberpunk? Give us like a, a quick wrap up. Uh, it's okay. Okay. Um, it's pretty much, I guess, what I expected, but not also not what I expected. Um, uh, ignoring all of the, I guess, uh, discourse around its development and you know some of the the present themes and stuff, it's um, it's just it's just a open world first person shooter. Mm. Um, like I there's Fallout. nothing. Yeah, it's it's basically Fallout meets Deus Ex uh, in a world that I hate to be in. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to enjoy it. I'm kind of mainlining the main story missions at the moment, and they're not too bad. Um, like, I, I almost want the game to just be a linear story-based shooter, and I think I'd enjoy it more. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I've only I've still only put maybe, like, 16 or 17 hours into it. Um, so okay. I've, still got, I've still got a fair way to go, but it's... Yeah, the further I get into the story, the more I enjoy it, but... When I'm not in the story, I fucking hate it. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, no. if, if your tweets are anything to go by, you're very <laughs> on it. I can't wait to actually read it's, what, what uh, It's a struggle because, yeah, I, if you've seen my tweets, there's a lot of things I don't like about it. And most of that is not the game itself or, you know, not the the act of playing the game. So it's, I'm, yeah, I'm struggling to figure out whether I enjoy it or not. Where, uh, for those listening at home, where can we read your tweets? A little bit of a plug. Uh, on Twitter. That's a good start. Ground, groundbreaking, uh, that is. What's the, uh, what, what's the handle? Um, my, my Twitter handle is hash underscore B-I-A-U-N. Is that what it is? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I believe so. I'm looking at it now. Three For a little while, my Twitter name was Three Pumps Day. That's a good name. I changed it. It's just Kieran now. Oh. I remember when you updated that because I saw it as you said, hey, look, it's my new Twitter name. And yeah. as I saw that, then your name changed from your old name to just that I on love my that. screen. Um, no. Yeah, hash underscore B-R-A-U-N is my Twitter handle if anyone wants to see my spicy cyberpunk hot takes. You can follow the live review almost. Um, what if, I get, path, if I get 10 path. new followers, I'll post a picture of my ass. Oh god! Fuck! Now I need to go get make go make new accounts. Uh-huh. Just put in the code. <laughs> well played, DLC. Hold respects podcast. Twenty twenty one. What life path did you choose? Nomad. Nomad. Um, okay. Which was disappointing, I guess, because okay. it was like I thought there was going to be like I don't know. I had it in my head that there was going to be you know four or five hours of intro for your life path. Uh, mm. you know, sort of dictating where you start and stuff. But the nomad path is basically like it drops you in the desert and you're like, I need to get to Night City. And there's guys like, all right, here's your car and you just go there. And like, cool. That was it. Uh, um, I, went, uh, I went with Corpo. How's that? Uh, fine, I think. Um Anna and I are playing together, so I think I play. I think I put in three hours, so I'm, I'm not maybe like just under three. Um, yeah, like you were kind of you start in like um, like a bathroom of like your uh, your workplace, um, and you go talk to your boss and get a job, and yeah, then you go from there, and it yeah, it, like it didn't really. I was like, okay, this is. Sure, because then yeah, because then I don't know if yours did the same thing, but does does yours move forward in time at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you basically play for like fifteen twenty minutes, and then it does yeah. a montage and fast forwards a few years. Yes. Oh, really? Super a few weird. Years. Yeah, I think Ooh, it's a few mine, years. Yeah, it oh, seems mine like did, mine didn't go f- a few years. I don't don't think from memory. Mine, mine went a few months. Maybe I'm exaggerating then. Well, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it does like a little montage, and then you're like established in night city after that point yeah i was just kind of like well what a fucking waste of time Mm. like yeah um i think the 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 corpo if i saw correctly i don't know if this is true or not but i saw it on twitter i think so must be true but um i think (laughs) elon musk is in the start of it he's like there's a cameo i saw something like that yeah yeah so that's actually the one that's that's the scene that i'd had but i don't recall i mean i probably wasn't paying attention um well i think like you, yeah, I, I think you see alana pierce in the nomad one yeah i think that's what it was mentioned yeah that one um 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not big on the voice acting so far. That's probably my, uh, one of my... Male V is the fucking worst. Yeah, I went... Well, Anna pretty much chose and designed um, our character. She wanted to see a, his doodle, didn't she? Got a very lush... Well, I actually got her to scale it back. I was like, mate, we can't be having, you know, that fat of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was she like, like I wanted to make play, it it is a role playing game after all <laughs> I was like let's make it a bit more like realistic she was like I want to make it what I know but I couldn't scale it back enough so we're just going big yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just we're standard we're default um, but yeah so we uh, got a nice thick mo as well um, right. yeah, the, <laughs> at least that one's but, thick and uh, got, got, got a very nice <laughs> I always knew your mo was compensating for something. That's it, mate. Um, got a very uh, nice fade in the hair as well. Love a good fade. Uh, but yeah, the voice is just a bit. And it's yeah, it's kind of I don't know. I don't know how to. Like, I don't know what the word is. It almost feels like it's aggressive, but like all the time. It's doing that like really gruff kind of like yeah, badass voice, yeah, but like all the like, time, constantly. Yeah, like Duke um, Nukem. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that, that, that's, that's probably a good one. Um, and the writing I found a little bit, yeah, like kind of a bit, I'm just, I kind of just, you know, roll my eyes a bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm getting to a point where I'm, because I've just done the mission where you meet the girl at the bar. Mm. I don't know if, I, I'm, I assume the story missions are the same, so, but yeah, yeah. I've just got to, I've just got there, yeah, I've just done the, like that part. Um I was listening to the Pop Culturist uh, podcast today on the way to work, and um, B.L. Ryan Betson, not shout-outs, opposite of shout-outs, uh, no. he just drops a massive spoiler. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's not the very considerate. I mean, it's, if I can assume yeah. what the spoiler might be, and it's not that far in, so... No, no, but still, you know, it's like, what, three, four hours, mm. so, you know, if you just started the game... It's yeah. also, yeah, it's pretty close to release to be to be dropping things as well. Also, I feel like that uh, information it was is best uh, experienced. Oh, yeah. Oneself, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. For sure. It's, yeah, like, if it was the first, you know, hour or so, or first, you know, one of the first scenes, um, it's fine. You know, because it's kind of like the, the Twin Mirror game where um, you find out in literally in the first sequence that, um, you know, he had a failed... Proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, we'll talk more about Cyberpunk at a later date when we've played a bit more. But yeah, it's definitely like it's sort of slowly grabbing me, but it's definitely not like it's. I feel like I'm forcing myself to play it at the moment. Mm. Um, But I'm intrigued. I'm not fully right enough, but it's probably going to have to make it a a pledge game in 2022 or something. <laughs> Same, um, and I'm reviewing it. Mm. Has anyone else played it? Negative. I have it installed. haven't touched it, though. Love that. Yeah, no, I just oh, haven't bought it no. yet. All right, let's uh, move on. Yeah, so we will try, and hopefully I'll try and play a bit more Cyberpunk, uh, and we'll do a Cyberpunk review cast uh, over the break or early next year. Um, okay, let's get some quick things out of the way before we get into the meat of this potty. Uh, our Open Critic Challenge uh, was the first year that we did it. We raised money for um, Checkpoint, 
uh, I think we raised a couple of hundred bucks or 300 bucks or maybe just over 300 bucks in total, maybe even four, I can't remember. Um, so yeah, that's a good result. Um, if you don't know what the Open Creek Challenge was, is, uh, it's basically where we, I picked out a random bunch of games, maybe like 20 games or 20, early 20 games, uh, and we had to predict the Open Critic score. Um, and you were given points based on how far, uh, sorry, you accumulated points based on how far off the score you were. Um, so the closer that you, that you were to the score, the less points that you, that you kind of got, for example. So with Ori, Will and the Wisps, uh, the game got 90 on Open Critic and Kieran predicted 90. Uh, he also reviewed it. So, my, you know, maybe a little, little, little bit of cheating there, but we'll, uh, we'll let that Wow. Fall. Um, no, of course not. I mean, this was done before, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, that means that you, you got z- zero points for that because, you're spot on, whereas Azza got nine points for that. So, uh, yeah, it's been going over the year. Um, and good old Jamie Penning. Fuck, I feel, I feel like I always fuck his name up. Jamie Penning, uh, the official well-played scorer. He um, has got the final scorecard here. And it's player two's Paul James, who comes first with 127 points. So Dang. congratulations to uh to Paul Paul James. Uh number two is actually Little Rixie, uh with one thirty six, so nine points off. Um and then Dylan. How from do you nowhere. say yeah, Little Rixie's name wrong every time? Who? It's risky, not Rixie. I know. I know, I just whatever man, just let just let it happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. He says Harali um, Warriors for fuck's sake. Just let, just <laughs> let it happen. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan, you come third on 138. Yep. Adam, fourth at 142. Dylan Blight, shout outs, 143. And then Glenn Dunks, 148. And then your boy, uh, me, 149. And then the list goes on and on and on. Uh, as a Hudson finished a cracking 22nd uh, with 1,429 points. <laughs> Didn't also do the second submission, though. So he just kind of bulked up points. But Cat uh, Benstead came came last with 226 points so um, 100 points off the winner pretty much uh, the lowest place for well played was Eleanor uh, on 214 um, Kieran you're um... I feel like I, I would have been up there if not for that fucking G.I. Joe game <laughs> yeah, big calls mate mean big falls <laughs> that sounds yeah. like um, Scooby Doo I would have gotten away if it was fucking GI Joe. Yeah, the the interesting thing I can notice looking at the scores is Mm. um, both myself, Risky, and Adam, despite being in the top five, only got two games, you know, scored correctly. And I I only actually had one scored correctly. It's about consistency, though, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it's overall consistency, but like you said, Eleanor finished towards the bottom, but she got three scores correct so yeah well it's see, interesting stats for, there. for me the one that killed me i think is doom i gave doom a, a 79 thinking and moving out yeah well you're a fucking rookie aren't you well i thought maybe it just might uh, you know might just not be so good but karen you you, you got two with uh ori and um and immortals actually yeah that was uh, i was surprised at that adam I somehow ryan you got, got pikmin <laughs> yeah you got AFL Evo too. So with AFL Evo, we Jamie, what what I told Jamie to do is because I knew that, that it wasn't going to be um, 
metal listed. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, well, I said if sorry if there wasn't enough, which I figured there wouldn't, just take the scores that are there, that are there and just you know make an average out of that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you, you got AFL Evo two and, and Pikmin three Deluxe. Jordan, you got Assassin's Creed Valhalla right, and Dylan, yeah, you've done yours. Cool. Wait, so I've got yeah, one right. next what? year we're gonna do that again. Um. Yeah. I'll, we'll I'll win right. next year because. This year's, I was I was on top for the longest of times, and then that second that second lot just absolutely fucked me, and I was devastated. Yeah, well, that uh, that same can be said for uh, Shannon over at Presta. He was on yeah. top pretty much. Yeah, the whole we were time and we were neck just, and neck for the longest time, and and the ass fell out of uh, Grixty's predictions. Yeah. Couldn't handle it when uh, the Indies came into it. All right. Cool, yeah, so we'll be doing that ne- next year. There'll be more info on the website, on socials, whatnot, how you can get involved with that. Um, let's talk pledges very, very quickly. Um, so, again, if you don't know what pledges are, each year we uh, pick a bunch of games from our backlog and pledge to finish them, um, and then we sort of draw names out of a hat kind of thing. And if we fail our pledges, uh, we are given a punishment game. Normally a, a shit game. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the way to avoid getting uh, the punishment is to um, finish your game. Not even participate. And the other, yeah, true. The, other, uh, the other thing to note this year is because this, this is the second year that if you're, um, you have to finish your punishment from last year for it to... Uh, to complete your pledges if you failed last year, which a few of us did. <laughs> Dylan, yep. well, this is getting pretty fucking long. Yep. Um, all right, so I had Red Dead Redemption 2, Control, Greedfall, The Beast Inside, which I used the wild card to change from Kona, uh, After Party, The Occupation, and my pledge, sorry, my punishment from last year. Elix, uh, Red Dead, Fail, Control, Fail, Greedfall, Tick, The Beast Inside, Tick, After Party, Tick, and The Occupation, Tick. Elix have failed. So <clears throat> my punishment from Adam is Shining is it Shining Resonance? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I forgot and that you had got, that. It's got in brackets refrain mode. Yep. So that's probably some bullshit. Correct. Oh, you dick. Extra content added in there, mate. Hey, but you get another character, though, so there's that. Yeah, well, there you go. You son of a bitch. You're probably lucky. You're probably happy um, you didn't play your games. Kieran and I... Kieran and I had a, a little bet as well, a little side gamble. Um, the first person to finish didn't have to play Alakine's gun. Um, what happens now? Well, we just go again, <laughs> you both we? do. We, we just go again next yeah, year. Yeah, up the ante. Whoever loses um, plays it twice. Has to platinum it. Cool. You know what? That game's probably so dirty that it probably doesn't even have a platinum somehow. No, it's got to be. Um Kieran, now, I don't think... I kind of didn't really keep up to date with this uh, spreadsheet. So okay. there could be some wrong info here. So, But you had Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Wolfenstein and New Colossus. Yep. Doom Eternal, Horizon Zero Dawn plus DLC, and yep. Ni- Nino Cooney yep. and the Platinum. Yep. What we get? So the only thing left was Nino Cooney. Oh, oh wow. And the whole... I didn't touch it. Like I played maybe an hour. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, it was. It was. Um, did you use a wild card? No, you didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's why um, I had Watch Dogs because it was going to be Dishonored too. 
Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I stopped for Watch Dogs. So what you're saying is Nino Kuni 2... Nino Kuni 2, a game you've already enjoyed before, was this... Not Nino Kuni 2, the first one, the remaster. Sorry, Nino Kuni, the remaster. A game that I fucking love and adore. A game that you love and adore was this is Sinking City for you. Absolutely. Yeah, it got to a point and, you know, reviews and other shit, and it's like, I wanted to platinum it, which is at least 100 hours. I was just like, nah. Mm. I'm not even going to try. The other little perk on that is that you had uh, your punishment from last year. So, yeah. And that's the other th- that's the other side of this. Cause, so, next year, do I still have to play Agony? Of course yes. you do, mate. Fuck. It accumulates. Because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, well, you know, maybe I won't feel so bad about not finishing my pledges if it means I get to skip Agony. <laughs> wow. No, that, that, keep... that has backfired harder than your uh, GI Joe gamble. <laughs> they just keep piling now. Um yeah, because, mate, I'm in the same boat. I'm fucked. I think I'm already fucked before. <laughs> uh, so your punishment, which was given by me, do you remember what, what your punishment is? Uh, uh, no, I don't. Can I, can I say it? <laughs> I know it's some fucking bullshit, though. <laughs> oh, can I say I don't it? I don't know what Kieran's is. I don't. Gene, Gene Rain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, and I have it, too. Oh, that's see, that's the kind of bloke I am. Like, I give you a punishment that you've already got. So, can I start now? No. Sure. Well, you, you can play your punishments. So you can play your punishments whenever. So right. over the break, you can play. A, Fuck! A I already feel like I'm playing a punishment game. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, you got The Witcher Three plus DLC, Prey, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, Red Dead Two, The Order, which I believe you did change for something. Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two. Good choice. Sorry, I didn't update that. What a trade up. Yeah. And you didn't fuck you. Um, hang on, hang on. Can we just do a little bit of a sidebar here? Can you tell these guys the story that you told me <laughs> yesterday? Yeah. So I was at work the other day and I was just, you know, doing my thing while one of my coworkers was serving a, a fairly young kid, uh, comes up to the counter and says, Hey, do you guys, I just want to check and see if a game exists. Cause I'm not sure is there a sequel to the order 1886? Oh, and wow. my coworker gave him the bad news. Zach's son. And he was, <laughs> he was devastated and said, oh, that sucks. I really love that game. And then walked away looking so despondent. And I wanted to say, hey, kid, the game's, the game's not that great. Don't feel too bad. But he was, <laughs> he was so cut up about the order not having a, a sequel. And I figured... You know, Zach's probably paid off that kid and that kid having a PayPal account to get paid into is pretty, pretty impressive being that he was like 13 years old. Look, I can confirm that I do not send children PayPal cash money. Likely. But yeah, there's more than one Order 1886 fan. Yeah. And the other one's a fucking child. (laughs) (laughs) So what does that tell you? Hey, leave Uh, Zach alone. uh, Big old... um, uh, what's his name? Mikey, the Xbox Cowboy, uh, who follows us, may even listen to this. Shout-outs. Uh, big, big old shout-outs himself, Dylan Blight, uh, Paul James. Mate, there's some fans. We're, I'm building an army. Yeah, good luck with that, mate. Yeah, I ran out of people before. <laughs> now so. you're recruiting children. <laughs> hey. The worst kind of army. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Adam, your pledges, The Witcher 3 plus DLC, did we get through that? Uh, I got through the main story, yes. So you failed. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, mate, you can stop there. The that's that's stuff. that is all I got through. I got through the main everything. story of The Witcher. I failed everything else. You oh, can How I, many can times I... do we get on here and you're like, yeah, I played 20 hours of Rocket League. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got other exactly, Kieran. I've got other commitments, you piece of shit. So that's why I only <laughs> finished okay, the can I, can I say the punishment again? No, you can't. Yeah. I'm oh, looking at yeah. it right now. You know now what? That game's gone on special so many times, and I keep meaning to message you and be like, "You got to pick this up ahead of time." So you made a. <laughs> oh, you used your wild card to swap out a game that you never yeah. actually en- ended up playing. No, I I have played the majority of titanfall 2 i just never finished it how have you not finished a titanfall 2 i know i'm aware i'm aware (laughs) it's probably shorter than than like the order no it's longer but it's better i said i said said probably yeah look i'm not proud okay i'm not proud of my efforts but Uh, that's what that's what we're looking at Jordan, can you please no, just we can just Adam what So Adam, it, gives, gives, it brings me great joy to tell oh, you this, yeah. that as a result, you have to play and complete Eternity, The Last Unicorn. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Jordan. That's so mad. <laughs> Love that. The worst Love part, the, the, the thing that stings the most is when we first did this, and my partner Key was like, nah, there is, there is absolutely no chance that he's going to finish these off. And that fueled Jordan's fire, and he agreed with her. And I was like, ah, I'm going to prove them all wrong. And then I finished one fucking game. I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, not a good start. See, like, oh, I can, I can understand not completing all of The Witcher and its DLC, because that's a lot there. But oh, not completing the Titanfall 2 campaign. That's, the, that's always as bad as Zach not completing the tutorial for Sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwbacks. <laughs> That was a good tutorial too. <laughs> it's not on sale at the moment. It's twenty nine ninety five. I don't want to spend thirty dollars on this piece mate, of shit. How much is old mate re- shining? Mate, oh, I shining had to buy troll Let me have a look. Huh? Let me have a look. Alright. Dylan, alright, so this year you pledged uh Bioshock Plat plus DLC Bioshock two plat plus that's oh, no plus DLC plat. Yeah, sorry, the plat. And Bioshock Infinite Plat. Doom Eternal and Plat, Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild. Also, you had to Platinum, Troll and I, you had to Platinum Homefront and Revolution as punishments from last year because you double dipped yep. or you double downed. Um, yep. Was there another punishment or was that it? Uh, no, that was yeah. that was it in terms of last yeah. year, yeah. All right, so what what did we achieve? Anything with Bioshock? Um, yeah, so we, we Platinum Doom Eternal. We so Platinum... Bioshock 1 and DLC. We Platinum Bioshock 2 and DLC. We Platinum Bioshock Infinite, but didn't finish the DLC. We never started Majora's Mask. We played (laughs) about half an hour of Breath of the Wild. (laughs) And and I had one drunk stream where I played Troll and I and never touched it again. So other than that, and I never launched Homefront. Uh, I installed (laughs) it. So that's the only effort I made on that one. And, And yeah, so... We're gonna add Beast Beast Quest, I believe, to the to yep. the to you the pile of getting some yeah shit. Beast Quest, no, but you've got to do the Beast Quest Platinum. That's your punishment. Was that was that specified? Yeah, it yeah. is specified. Yeah, no, that's that's I'm fine. Okay. I was wondering just then if it was, but it's yeah, no, that's not okay. that hard of a platinum anyway. I'll arrange it. I'm, You'll yeah, be fine. I'm, my, my my backlog at this point is like just like the maximum games like collective at this point. It's just <laughs> a whole bunch of shit, but you know, we'll we'll get there. This backlog challenge is keeping maximum games afloat. 
I think. <laughs> Do you think by the end of this, you'll be like the person with the most platinums from Maximum slash Modus? Oh, no. Ooh. I don't know. What right. other games do they have? Was Extinction part of that debacle? Well, that's Modus, which is Maximum. It is. Okay, so that works. Just, I've got one already. Just May as well just add add more. Adam, give it to me. What's the price? Yeah, mate. Get your, oh, my get God. Your, what is that picture yeah, of? Yeah, your kid feels PayPal ready. It's uh, 47 95 What the fuck? The game I'll let you know is not worth forty-seven ninety-five. Oh, I can gather. I reckon I could get you a cheap. I've got plenty of return. No, no, copies. no, 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 no. no. Right. You know let what? Him, you know what is worth suffer. forty-seven ninety-five nah, though? I want the physical. Eternity. <laughs> oh fuck What's off, that? Jordan. That game probably doesn't have a physical copy, eh? Surely no. not. Well, I thought. Yeah, doesn't. Well, Kieran just said he's, he's got return copies, mate. Of, Shining of the fucking unicorn does. game. Yeah, Eternity I was going to say. Doesn't. So I'll, I'll say, never be yeah. rid of, All right. of eternity. Let's uh, let's let's wrap through Jordan's. You went Plague Tale, which we know you got. I, I had a big one. <laughs> Hand so of Fate two, which you completed last week. Yep. Celeste, which you I think did earlier in the year. Yep. Sundred Eld- Eld- Eldritch Edition, which I completed on the weekend. Do we ever get credits for that, boys? Yes. I think I, we did. I, I did, I we did, did. Yeah, I feel like we did. To be fair, I never thought Jordan would fail. He Moonlight, always he always had this. Moonlight, a good game. Chris, we knew you did that. Divinity Original Sin 2. Yep. Hmm. Control. Yep. yep. I remember seeing credits for that. Ori, The Will of the Wisps. Yeah, I remember yep. seeing that. Every Raid in Final Fantasy. I mean, who the fuck would, would, would even know if you uh, got them all? So uh, apparently you did so, that. We did it. We believe you. So you avoided. I avoided playing Elex again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, devastated. All right. So, uh, Kieran Stockton, he had Final Fantasy X2, uh, Final Fantasy 4, no, no, 9, sorry, Final Fantasy 10. <laughs> sorry. This man got no to run the Persona 5, Royal, and A Plague Tale, and he got them all. He did them all, so he avoided Final Fantasy 13. Um, Azza had Octopath Traveler. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, Time Splitters 2, Medieval, the OG version, Painkiller, Black Edition. I've got no idea if he's done anything. Uh, I know he's failed, so he's failed. He now has to play uh, Bad Rats, The Rats' Revenge. Oh, yeah. uh, Zach, Zach Reardon, uh, shout-outs. He had the Yakuza Remastered Trilogy, 3, 4, and 5, uh, which he did, I believe. He yep. did God of the War, which he streamed over the yep. last couple of weeks, which he yep. completed a few days ago. And Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, which he did. I know he did that earlier in the year, I think. Uh, so he got Nailed a pass. Uh, and he avoided Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric, oh. courtesy of <laughs> Eleanor. Uh, and Eleanor, did she get, she got, she did all those, correct? She did all those. Yeah, yeah. I think she did, so yeah. She did Fire Emblem, Three Houses, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, Astral Chain, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Naruto Shippuden. Yep. Ultimate That's Storm cool. Trilogy, Ninja Storm Trilogy, and Tyler the Tasmanian Tiger. She did that and avoided Ride to Hell from Azza. Ash, uh, well, he only played Mortal Kombat this year. So <laughs> but he had Jedi Fallen Order, The Last of Us, Tomb Raider from 2013, Darksiders 2, Sonic Lost World. Don't think he even finished one of them. Uh, he now has to play Darksiders 1 on Apocalyptic Difficulty. Uh, oh, yeah? Of Kieran. So not too bad for him. Um yeah, so next year again, I look forward to um, to 
even Fuck some them. games that... I look forward to better than not playing any maximum games and then having to add one to the list at the end of the I year. I told you, <laughs> I'd hope you do the home front um, platinum. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I still got to get that somehow. Yeah. God well, forbid yeah. the servers go down. <laughs> if that ever happens, you're done. You can never, you can never win. I'd, prob- I'd probably kill myself, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. It would, we, it would be rough. We would allow a trade in that. In that okay, instance, okay, but, that's good. But it, of, of platinuming can, the Elder Scrolls Online. But I can tell you, it wouldn't <laughs> oh, no, be. Please. It wouldn't be a good trade. You'd be. I actually know someone that platinum uh-huh. DSO. It's dirty. All right, Gross. let's move on from the pledges. Let's talk yeah. uh, games of the year. Our games of the year. Um, so we've done some internal voting. Uh, we did a three-two-one vote system, uh, which I know that Jordan loves. He's a big fan. Um, where you give your favourite game of the year three votes, your second game two votes, and your third game one vote. All the votes are then tallied. Um, and, yeah, we have winners like last It's year. RA2 again. Um, we have winners. There was, a, there was a couple of occasions uh, where we only had two votes given. So it was only two votes and one, one vote given for some categories, but I will let you know when we talk about those. But before we go into the well-played winners, let's go through our own uh games of the year so what i thought we'd do is we can maybe uh we'll do we'll talk about games of the year and maybe give our top three games of the year um tie a little bit about each one um and then we can choose between two of the categories that we had to vote on um for your main choice in that category Uh, and then we'll talk about a couple of other things just after that um so who wants to kick us off for their uh Top three games of the year. Go on, mine. Zachary. <laughs> Go on, Zachary. All right. Yep. Uh, number three for me was Streets of Rage 4. Um, nice. It's the only 10 I gave this year. Um, so it does feel a little bit odd not giving it uh, the game of the year. But um, I think... That's just how it works sometimes. Yeah, I thought, I thought that that game just achieved everything that it set out to do and it was just phenomenal uh so yeah that's number three for me number two was and this is actually between one and two it, it was tough I, I i did think about it for i don't know a good like eight minutes or so but um roki came in number two oh um, shit saucy um yeah just loved it loved every bit of it the only thing was probably there was one too many puzzles sort of towards the end the end kind of uh, and this is actually where that 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 article, um, the article from uh, is it Kotaku uh, about the cyberpunk review thing? I think it was that. No, it might have been from Forbes about cyberpunk reviews about how uh, people crunched the review. And I th- I feel like um, I definitely didn't play Roki in that in in a, in a normal way. I definitely powered through it as fast as I can. So I think that that's kind of why. Uh, it felt a bit, um, bit long at the end, but yeah, loved it. Loved the art, artwork and stuff. So uh, yeah, that's my second choice. Number one was the Last of Us Part Two. Um, no, I gave that one a nine point five, like like I gave Roki. But yeah, I think I just I loved everything about that game, and I think I said when I did the review, or even like just a bit after. But it's one of the games, one of the very few games that I've finished the story completely. And I kind of wish it just hadn't finished. Uh, I'm not really like a, a long game kind of person. So the 30 hours that it took was pretty much, 
you know, maximum, I think, for a story game like that. And, you know, I, I think it, it did go like a, a touch too long. But again, I think there was a, a bit of that crunch review in there. But I loved the, the story. I loved how the switch up in the middle made me just hate, you know, one of the characters. And then, you know, by the end of the game, my whole feelings had like changed. And yeah, I just, <clears throat> I hope we see more of it. I know that Jordan wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, I loved it. Loved it. Wouldn't give it a 10 still, though. Still sitting on 9.5 for me. Nice. Uh, Kieran, you do yours. It looks like i got to do some recovery here um, <laughs> for people who can't remember their their votes. So yeah, take right. it away. Uh, so my number three uh, is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I gave it an 8.5 when I reviewed it for press start. Um, it's definitely not perfect. It suffers from a few of the, you know, staple kind of open world fatigue issues. Um, but it's a game that I still enjoyed every second of. Um, and that's only been made better by the addition of the legends mode, which is super impressive for, you know, a free add on. Um, so I think, you know, as far as, as games that I enjoyed this year, it, even though it's not perfect, it's quite high up there. Um, my number two was uh, similar to you, Zach, a game that I actually gave a perfect 10, um, but isn't necessarily my number one, and that's Tell Me Why. Um, which, yeah, it's just... I Yeah, everything that that game set out to do and everything that Don't Nod's been trying to do all these years with their episodic games, I think it just nails. Um, there's yeah nothing I didn't enjoy about it. Uh, I just it just feels like the the right kind of pacing, the right kind of storytelling, um, mm. the right balance of story and and gameplay for that sort of game. Um, yeah, and it obviously has a lot of um, a lot of importance to a lot of people as well because it tackles themes that uh, other games either don't or don't do well. So One, were you going to say um, something? Yeah, just one one quick question, just because uh, same sort of thing with like The Last of Us, but did you feel like, because that game's only three episodes, um, mm. tell me why, did you, would you love to play more? Or do you think the three episodes was... Uh, I think I think it was the perfect, yeah. I think it was a perfect amount. Um, and unlike the other sort of other Don't Nod stuff, um, they released it on a weekly schedule. And I think that was the right kind of release, like cadence as well. I think that's 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 part of what they nailed. Um, I think it was like, you know, months apart, like the Life is Strange games. I might have liked it less. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, perfect, like perfect amount of that game for me. Um, as much as I loved it, like, yeah, it's not something I wanted, I would want them necessarily to continue it. I want them to keep making new, original, exciting stuff like that. Um, and my number one is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ooh, uh, which, again, just nailed at every opportunity. Um, everything that they, everything that Gakotoku Studio is trying to do with that series, or like, or tried to do differently with this game, especially, is they just nailed. Um, it's you know really really cool story, um, a great new character, um, you know first new main character in the series and uh he's absolutely awesome um and a complete change up in genre that actually supports the the narrative super well so 
um, yeah, it's my favorite in the series by far. Um, and yeah, my favorite game of the year. Awesome, nice one. And you, so uh, I'm not. <clears throat> did you just mention? But I can't remember if you said it. But what review score did you give it? Uh, that one also for press start, I gave a nine. Okay. Nice. Do you yeah. uh, do you do you still agree with that score, or do you go, oh, I should have gone higher? No, I still agree with that score. There's a couple of things I like. I think I would have preferred yep. were different, but um, that hasn't yet hasn't stopped it from being the like, my my favorite thing I've played this year. Cool, nice one. Uh, who's up next? <clears throat> okay. So uh, the games of the year in third place, I had Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I actually got a little unenthused for this game towards uh, closer towards its release just because it started to look more and more like just another open world action game. And in essence, it is. But once you look past the surface level of it, it's quite a special game. Uh, I didn't find the writing incredibly great, but that's all right because the rest of the game was still quite good. Um, in second place, I actually had the Demon Souls remake because I was expecting to love it, but not as much as I actually did. Yeah. Uh, and then in first place, the clear winner, Hades, because it's just a phenomenal game. Okay. God damn it. I feel like Hades would have been in a lot of my lists if I'd actually played it. Yeah. Oh, it, it's yeah, so good. It, it, it's criminal that you guys haven't played it. I'm so Tell sorry, them to man. release it on consoles that I actually play. <laughs> Is it okay, still just on PC and Switch currently? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rough. Because I do really want to play it, but just on PS5. Correct. Yep. Nice. Nice one. Um, yeah, that did pretty well at uh, the actual Jeff Keighley's Game, game Awards too. Uh, sorry, I just had to duck out and refill my glass of wine oh, for a special occasion. Uh, all right, who's up next, Adam or Dylan? Why don't you go for it? I'm happy to jump on the horse. Go for it. Uh, third place, I had Demon Souls. Uh, despite not having finished it, the game is excellent. Uh, it looks and sounds incredible, uh, especially for... I was going to say especially for a remake, but I feel like old mates, I've completely forgotten their name. Um, Blue Point. Blue Point. Blue Point, thank you. Yeah, they're definitely like the go-to developer to, to remake the a game. Masters of the remake, in, yeah. Yeah, in, in the correct way at this stage. Um, second, I had Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um I was convinced that I was just completely done with the Assassin's Creed series and that I was happy to just not play another one. Uh, but then Valhalla turned out to be amazing, uh, both in combat and story and mainly in exploration. Like, I haven't played a an open-world game that I've wanted to explore the map quite as much as I had with Valhalla in quite a while, and it was very much thanks to the, the systems that I had in place around that. Uh my number one, which is not surprising whatsoever, is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it's the game I was looking forward to since they announced it because I love Sucker Punch from because they make the best game series of all time in Infamous. Don't yuck. Um, regardless of that, though, it delivered with combat. It had again, it had exploration that was worthwhile. Definitely not as good as something like Valhalla, but it was still good and didn't feel forced. A story that 
wasn't groundbreaking, but it had lots of inner conflict and despair, but it was also pretty uh, lighthearted in other places as well, which was nice. Uh, the game is also insanely gorgeous, so that helps. Uh, and then they went and added Legends, which was something that I didn't know that I wanted, but I'm incredibly glad that we got. Uh, so, yeah, it's a beautiful game that I couldn't be happier with, and it's, yeah, 100% my game of the year. Nice. Wholesome. Um, Dylan, you're up. Yeah, so I think my first, I gave one vote. So I'm going to go on one and then to three, yeah? That's what we're doing, sorry. Correct. So start, just, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, no. All right, so firstly, Crash 4, I gave one vote to. Um, so you just, Yes, correct. Um, just because it was just pure joy from start to finish, like, Everyone knows that knows me and and sees what sort of games I I play and review knows that I tend to play predominantly platformers and um, Crash Four. You know, while I was hesitant about a new Crash Bandicoot game, they somehow made a game that's arguably better than the original three. Well, is better than the original three. Um, you know, taking ideas from those uh, three games, but also you know implementing new ones and. Um, it's hard as fuck, which is obviously a good thing as well. Um, it's got a really hard platinum, so I've been spending a long time, you know, churning away at that. But, um, yeah, just pure fun from start to finish with that one. Uh, second place I gave to The Last of Us Part Two, um, Although, I, you know, I did still have some, some issues with it. Um, I still did, you know, really enjoy... Um, the narrative for the most part, like I did find myself, you know, sympathizing at the end. Whereas, you know, you know, I, you know, well, I just said, you know, a lot, um, I probably shouldn't have felt that way or I should have, you know, like every, obviously everyone was very conf conflicted and, um, that's, you know, why the game is as infamous as it is, but, um, I love what they ended up doing with the narrative. And my favorite thing about that game was, was the gameplay just, you know, having not loved, how the original uh, The Last of Us played. I feel like The Last of Us Part 2, you know, did a lot of fixing with that, especially the shooting. Um, similar to how Uncharted 4 fixed a lot of my issues with the gameplay of the original three Uncharted's. Um, and I gave first place to Doom Eternal because that game is mint in all facets and it's the sort of game where I'll, you know, I'll finish it and I'll just want to keep playing it again and again and again. Whereas a lot of games, I'm happy to, you know, once I've finished it, kind of just forget about it. Doom Eternal is a game where I played it, you know, firstly through on PS4 as part of my pledges. And then when it came back to Game Pass on PC in the last couple of days, I've um, started it again. So, uh, yeah, Doom Eternal was the winner for me this year. Although I did miss out on a couple of things, um, like Ghost of Tsushima, which is a travesty, I know. But, um, yeah, Doom Eternal wins it for me. Very nice. Um, I actually started Doom Eternal last week. Uh, or, sorry, the, the week before. Uh, yeah, and I mean, part of me is not sure if I like it more than 2016, but I still like Doom 2016, but I still, like, it was still my favourite game this year um, by far. There you go. Yep. Number one. Uh, Number cool. one. All right, so let's, uh, let's go around the table. <clears throat> we'll, we'll pick a couple of different... Categories uh, we can all, <clears throat> we we can all choose. 
Um, go one, one for one. Uh, I'm going to go, I'll just kick it off. Uh, I, I want to talk about sound design. Mm. Um, I already know and, what you're going to pick. <laughs> and I went with Roki for sound design. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and th- that's probably the reason why I didn't sort of touch on it too much just before. But, yeah, so I, th- I thought for me this game had an incredible story, incredible world, uh, great um, vo- like voice acting and everything. But it was all the voice acting and the emotion of the story being told was done perfectly and done excellently through um, the use of, like, gibberish if you want to call that or emotional gibberish is sort of what i called it back when i did the review um so instead of uh the main character tuve sort of talking uh she would like utter emotional sounds that sort of sounded like words like there were words at times but then there were just yeah like sounds um that sort of summed up how she was feeling or her reaction to something um or something that would remind her of a character um and it was just done like yeah i've not really experienced that with um a game before sort of using sound like that as an emotional sort of pull string um but yeah so i thought like that was excellent and you know and the soundtrack combined with that was um was really good so yeah i thought that was uh that that one my favorite uh or best sound design of the year nice Kieran, do you want to just keep going around this sort of circle that we got? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I I wanted to call out the best soundtrack, um, yep. which for me was the Final Fantasy VII remake. Good um, choice. Which just like has the perfect perfect mix of you know classic tracks uh, and like remixed into into various forms over the course of the game, and just like the most like banger fucking battle track or battle tracks depending on where you are um yeah there's just like there's nothing on there that i wouldn't listen to on the daily um and like even though final fantasy 7 is not my favorite of the series like that music is iconic and they they just treated it with so much care um so yeah i just like that that's seriously impressed me and a special mention to no straight roads as well which also nice. has a banging soundtrack. Hell yeah. But yeah. Jordan, what do you got? Uh, all right, so I've got um, best character that emits twink vibes, and that's uh, Zagreus what? from Hades. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I knew you would love that. <laughs> I did say you could pick your own, so I'll, uh, I'll out. But that is, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I do have my own special one as well, so I'm glad yeah, that I mean, Jordan got one. <laughs> um, sorry, just who was it again? Sorry, someone it from Hades. Zagreus from Hades, the oh, main character yeah. that you play as. Oh man, yep. he's, he's hot. Wow, he's hot, and he's such a twink. Wow, it's that then. It's not only Tazzy that's hot, mate. It's I'm body. too old to be a twink. <laughs> you are. I'm a twink. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, Adam, I think was next. It was, yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to join you and go with sound design. Uh, I've gone with Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, regardless of whether I think the game is as good as it could have been or not, the sound design is excellent. It's ridiculously authentic to the movies. Uh, You're ridiculously but it also, authentic to the movies. No. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> it expands on the depth of that as well. So the audio is a large part of why I enjoyed the gameplay as much as I did, um, because alongside the gameplay itself, it added to the immersion. So hearing ships whiz past your your cockpit you can hear the blaster fire that's in the the battle area and then all of the alerts that are in your cockpit themselves from incoming missiles to proximity detection to all of those bits and pieces that are chiming off in front of you it yeah it all comes together to make you actually feel like a fighter pilot and in the star wars universe it's it's pretty excellent regardless of whether the game's kind of limited but yeah, outside of that, yeah, the sound design's fantastic. Nice. Dylan. He's dead. He he's gone. See you later. Yo, no, I am here, sorry. Um I'm gonna buddy up with K V and discuss oh. a certain soundtrack. Um they got me going. Uh Necro Barista. Ah. It's got a mint mint soundtrack to the point where I have it on a a playlist that I listen to on most days for a majority of different things, whether it be exercise or, you know, study or just, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um, It's a soundtrack that I come back to a lot um, just because it's got a lot of, you know, relaxing sort of chill, you know, cafe vibes, obviously being set in that sort of area, um, but also some very upbeat and silly tracks as well so that was uh, my top pick for best soundtrack this year nice um second one i'm going to talk about is probably i'm, I'm going to go soundtrack for this one as well um I didn't Fuck it, get, get off it. get out of my category i know yeah. i'm just what, you're only allowed to buddy up with category one person, as well dude. zach all inside the sound if you um, also say final fantasy 7 remake i'll fucking kill you final f- no um <laughs> streets rage 4 yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, I thought that soundtrack was just fucking tits. Um, and I've contemplated buying the vinyl, but I don't have a vinyl player. Um, well. So, well. So, well, I've also thought about buying the Roki vinyl, but again, you know, don't have a, a, a player for that. Sounds like you should no, get a player. Um, what's that? So it sounds like you should I should just get, get a one. player, right? Um, but yeah, it was from my mate Olivier... Derivier, I can't actually remember his last name. Um, Olivier Derivier. <laughs> Derivier or something like that. Um, Gun, uh, my favourite composer, even though I don't know his name. Um, but yeah, I thought they'd done... I mean, the the soundtrack for, for Streets of Rage 4 was a mix of um, a lot of the older, famous um, composers from from the series and then, you know, a bit of Olivier, a bit of bit of new wave in there but yeah like the whole combination was just great and just the way that it worked with the gameplay was was uh fantastic so that's my two picks i was expecting you to say ghost runner considering you loved the soundtrack for that so much that got that uh that got one vote see ghost runner's got probably four absolute hot shit bangers Mm. um but the rest of it kind of falls away a little bit in terms of like i can go back and listen to it whereas i can whack on Streets of Rage, and I'll be like, this is hot. 
This is real hot. Yeah, dope. Yeah. Kieran. Hello. You're up. Uh, my second category is best Yakuza game, and that goes to Yakuza <laughs> Like a Dragon. <laughs> Imagine if that went to another Yakuza game. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, um, yeah, no, I just wanted to, I just wanted to point that game out again. Fair enough. Because you don't have a second one, do you? No. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what, what do you got for us? Uh, so it's a bit of a weird one. I had a... This is like, the weird one? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I have like the, the, the cleanest ending to a story and that's actually for What's Final it? Fantasy XIV's 5.3 story because it basically caps off the story that has been started from the beginning of Final Fantasy XIV. That's been going for seven years. And it just caps off so cleanly and it's so emotional. And oh my God, I did not expect to be that absorbed in the story as I was. Love that view. Nice. Adam, number two. Multiplayer. And Oh, here we go. KV will be frothing at this one. Avengers. It's Rocket League. Oh. Uh, it doesn't... It hasn't done anything to really... Like, Psionics haven't changed anything fundamentally about the game, uh, but they keep adding things to keep you feeling excited about it and keeping the game fresh. So seasons, much like a, a Battle Pass kind of system, were added in that were very fair and gave you a shitload of cosmetics to keep you kind of grinding out the, the levels of it. Weekly tournaments keep you coming back every week, uh, and the, the competitive scene is ridiculously addictive and they keep adding and tweaking things with that to to kind of improve it over time as well and the fact that i'll continue to play rocket league through 2021 even though i won't come anywhere near the next tier above where i am which is platinum rank shows how solid the game is and continues to be over time so i couldn't give it to to anything else dude even just getting out of gold into platinum is a pain oh it's fucked man it's so rough that that one jump, like getting to gold is fine, but anything above that is just so rough. Nice, you do love your uh, your rocket league, Dylan. Number two for you, baby. Um, I'm going to do a bullshit category that's not real, and I think I'm going to do the best game series that I played this year that I'd never played before. How dare you and do a category gonna, that doesn't that, exist? That's going to go to Bioshock because I played obviously nice. the entirety of the Bioshock trilogy other than what one single DLC, which is the, uh, I think it's called the clash in the clouds, which is like a really annoying, uh, you know, sort of time based shooting one. So, you know, like in the Bioshock games, I guess if anyone's played the DLCs, there's, there's all, they always seem to have one where you do a lot of shooting, which kind of goes against what Bioshock usually is. Um, yeah, that's the one mode I didn't play, but, uh, yeah, the Bioshock trilogy, Having never played them before, playing them this year was quite amazing. And the first one is definitely my favorite, followed by, I think, Infinite Just Over 2, which is, yeah, some people seem to dislike 2 a lot, but I liked 2 a fair amount. But yeah, Bioshock, best franchise I played this year that I'd never played before. Nice one. All right, let's uh, whip through these other couple of ones very, very quickly. Uh, biggest surprise of the year. You can talk about up to two games for this one. I'll kick it off. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to The Hand of Glory, which was a Kickstarter game. I didn't think uh, it would be as good, I guess, and I didn't think it would um, resemble uh, or make me feel 
the love for point clicks like kind of like kind of like broken sword did um as as much as it had so that's that gets a, a shout out and uh streets rage 4 gets a big shout out because i didn't think that game was going to be as good as as it was um i thought yeah it'll be okay hopefully it's a it's an eight but uh yeah that, that game blew away all my expectations and nice that's my biggest surprise kieran uh my okay so i have one so my, my biggest surprise of the year was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Um, I expected just more Assassin's Creed, and I got technically more Assassin's Creed, but just delivered in in a a much better way. Um, and I like I haven't finished it yet, but I I'm I'm enjoying it far far more than I thought I would. Um, I have another one which is kind of a half surprise, but Marvel's Avengers. I didn't think that I'd enjoy the story as much as I did. Okay. That's I didn't fair. think that that would be the highlight for me because I'm not super into superheroes or Marvel or anything. Um, but I like, I'm frothing for like Miss Marvel now when that happens, I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's, it's converted me to a Marvel fan somehow. Um, so that was a shock to me. So I wanted nice. to include that in there as well. Awesome. Jordan. Uh, so in second place, I have Gears Tactics. Uh, this actually reviewed quite well with me. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. It doesn't do anything exceptional, but it just does things well enough to come off really nicely, uh, which I wasn't really expecting from a Gears of War Tactics spin-off game. Um... But my biggest surprise of the year was actually the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that's because I'm actually in the detractor of the original and I was expecting to be kind of over the game really quickly. But it hooked me so quickly. And, oh, it's just even things like Kieran mentioned, the the soundtrack or other great things like how good the door textures were at the beginning of the game. (laughs) It's brilliant. Fuck those door. Those still don't work on PS5. <laughs> I <really>. saw. <laughs> nice. Uh, Adam. Hello. Um, honorable mention is the Legends mode for Tsushima because I just wasn't expecting that to exist. Um, my number two was also Valhalla, but I won't flog a dead horse because I feel like we've talked about that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um my biggest surprise was a Kickstarter game that I backed four years ago, uh, which was the horror game that oh. I kind of alluded to at the beginning of the. Oh, the circling uh, back around. Yeah, mate. Can I have a guess? Can I have a guess what it is? Fire away, mate. Go for it. Is it Amnesia? It's not. It's not at all. No, it, no, it's not. it's a horror. Things? It's a horror game called Visage uh, that mm. kind of came about when PT was really prominent and. Oh. It definitely, like 100%, it's heavily inspired by PT. It, the, oh, the, the opening, the opening fuck off, the opening few minutes. Are the very opening much, fuck off. The, <laughs> best fuck off of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> when I press start, it's like, fuck off. Um, Can I change one of, my, yeah, the, uh, one of my custom categories to the best fuck off of 2020? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can have that. Uh, Still that, be yeah, the, the doors opening, in Final Fantasy VII. The, the opening few minutes are very... PT, um, but it really carves out a, a feeling of its own past then. It's ridiculously atmospheric and has some very clever mechanics that I wasn't expecting. 
and it's also just ridiculously scary in the best way possible. I've not had to take a break from a horror game for a while, um, but after playing, Key and I have been playing it, and after about an hour and a half, I had to to take a break. I feel, felt really? like my, my heart was going to pound out of my chest. It was, <laughs> it's it's very, very tense. And the the atmosphere does that by itself. Like for, a, for the first half hour before I encountered anything particularly <clears throat> scary, I was already on edge. So yeah. Because you, you gave me a PC key ages ago to play the preview or the beta or the alpha or something like that like yep. years ago mm-hmm. um, yeah it was a long while ago now yeah i never played it now nah, i figured um, as much but the but the the keys of the whole game still so like i've got the full game still oh uh, sick so, enjoy it then so, you you so should, should uh you should, you should absolutely play it it's fantastic i've actually been meaning to check that out so i'm glad oh, that you said if, that because now i will yeah, if you're if you're a horror fan, it's it's absolutely worth checking out. Like it it doesn't do anything to reinvent the wheel, but what it does do, it does really well, and it does have some clever little spins on some like tried and true tropes. The only question I'm going to throw to you mm-hmm. is: so PT's puzzles were fucking bullshit, and that game sucks, by the way. So Shut I up. love you all. Um, Eat an but- ass, mate. But see, but there were parts of ask of for your code back somehow. That, that game's <laughs> atmosphere that I thought was great. Like I thought, like the atmosphere was was, was awesome. Does Visage have logic to the puzzles? It, it it does. Yeah, the the okay. puzzles do make far more sense, um, and they're less random than than PTs were. Because admittedly, yes, some of the the puzzles towards the end of PT were very um, Kojima bullshit. Um, but yeah, Visage doesn't do that as much. It has like, it's still hard and you still have to think it doesn't hold your hand. Um, Mm. but yeah, the, the puzzles make far more sense. Nice. All right, Dylan, what do you got for us? Number, give us your two surprises. Uh, uh, Pumpkin Jack. Love him. Yeah. What a game. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that game to be as great as it was. Um, I gave it a nine in the end. Um, which I don't tend to do very often. But um, it was just a thoroughly delightful uh, platformer again, like I mentioned before. Um, Unless you have a bug like me. What was that? Unless you got a bug like me. I'm still... Oh, no. I'm speaking about that. Yeah, no. You just had a rough time. And that game had everything for me, and it worked perfectly, ran perfectly, had had ray tracing that looked nice as well, and didn't have any issues with that. It was just a yeah thoroughly enjoyable platformer. that I I loved and made by one guy as well. So shout outs to I think he's like Na- Mace, Nicholas Mason Iyer or whatever his name is. But um mm. yeah, no shout outs to him for making a an awesome game yeah. on his own. And uh the other one would be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two. Okay. Um because I had played a little bit of Pro Skater stuff, but not a lot because by the time I was you know like old enough to you know, kind of for my own gaming opinions. Um, those games were kind of a joke at that point. Um, but, yeah, no, going back to the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater games and, you know, kind of experiencing them for the first time properly in that new coat of paint, um, yeah, it was just immense fun. Like, I didn't expect it to be as enjoyable as it was and I'm still playing that every, you know, couple of days now. So that was another one that surprised me a lot for sure. 
Nice. All right, let's go the same thing, but disappointing games. Um, for me, pretty pretty, uh, pretty easy because there's, there's not many games that really did disappoint me a lot. Um, AFL Evo 2, uh, I'd, I'd give a quick little shout-out to that. No, that's really like a shout-out, like a good shout-out, but like a bad one. Um, I thought that game, like that game was much better than the than Evo 1, but still... Still stank a little, um, so I mean, I, I, I and I'm still of the thought that AFL as a sport just can't be a good video game. Within, no, not when they change like, the rules in the actual yeah. sport every fucking three days. In like modern times, uh, uh, yeah, I just don't think. No. And you know, with a, a budget like um, Wicked Witch would have had, you know, it, it just can't be done. Um, but yeah, most disappointing game for me uh, was actually RE3. Ooh. And I gave this game an Ooh. 8 out of 10 too. So that's... Um, I thought about actually uh, putting this on mine yeah. as well. Yeah. So last year, RE2 was my game of the year. And, and like, it, even the original RE3, I wasn't a massive fan. Like, um, I liked it, but, you know, it, it wasn't any more than a 7 or an 8. Like it. Um, and then the remake, I think the way... And I said this at the time, but RE2 come in and changed everything up and it was just amazing how it just changed the 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 old game but reinvented it and i feel like the the awe and like the wow factor of that had gone and re3 is a much weaker game in my opinion so that you know that wow factor just couldn't carry um it was it was still good it was it was still a good game but um yeah i was kind of hoping for a bit a bit bit more than that but uh yeah mm. that, that's my two karen <clears throat> Uh, my biggest disappointment of the year was Windbound, I think. Um, just okay. purely because it, you know, in the lead up to release, I, th- I thought it had a lot of promise and I even, you know, I did that, that preview event, um, and previewed what I thought was going to be a small slice of the game. Um, but turned out to be quite a big chunk of it. Um, it just, it just fell flat for me. It was just, uh, a very, very short and somehow still very repetitive game. Um, mm. and I don't, you know, I, I tried to find redeeming qualities in it and there are a few, but, um, yeah, it just, just didn't do it for me. That's um, right. and another, another disappointment for me was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Okay. Which just had... I, th- I think, did I give it an eight? It was around that, yeah. It was around an eight, and they, they went up, weren't happy with that either. Um, but, yeah, just, like, still still really solid, but just had none of the, the heart of the original, mm. um, especially in the story. And, you know, they'd tightened up a lot of the platforming stuff, but then the actual world design um, and the Metroidvania aspects left a lot to be desired to the point where I managed to, break the flow of the game a couple of times while I was reviewing it. Um, so yeah, like I, I loved the first one to death and this was just, yeah, didn't live up to it. And it's, uh, the, when, cause when we, I just, I vaguely remember when we played it, they, they didn't have a day one patch yet or hadn't had a patch yet, but they still had, it yeah, was, but, it was very like the frame rate was horrible yeah, and it had a lot of issues codes out. So it's like, what can you do? You know? You yeah. Can, yeah, you know, you and also that that patch didn't even got. fix half the problems. Yeah. So, but yeah, sort of what you 
alluded to there, I'm not sure if we've publicly disclosed this on uh, the potty, but um, one of the members of the development team from Moon something? Moon Studios. Moon Studios. Yeah. Uh, actually sent me a message somewhere and asked us to basically download the patch and reevaluate our thoughts on the game. Not, you know, they, they weren't like nasty about it, but they were just like hoping that we would reevaluate our, um, our thoughts. Correct. And we didn't. No, we didn't. no cause I didn't, I didn't think it would change anything. I didn't think it would change my opinion yeah. of the game. Um, and also you, think, like, also it was, really I gave it an, game. yeah. Yeah. And I gave it an eight. Mm. <clears throat> but anyway cool Jordan what do you got for disappointments uh, I can only think of one disappointing game right now and that, that's, right. that's uh, a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game that's just oh my god that was so disappointing they hyped it up so much and it was just bang average love that love that for you Adam what do you got I've got two um Runner-up, which I'm sure it's devastated about, is Godfall. Um, Like, admittedly, I wasn't jumping at the bit to play it, but a few weeks before the launch of the PS5, I had convinced myself that with a couple of mates that it would be a really good time to just kind of bang around. Um, A mate of mine and I played Destiny 2 quite a bit in the same sort of vein. Like, it wasn't anything groundbreaking to me, but it was a good amount of fun playing with someone else. Uh, well, I, I did that. I played with a few mates just as I was keen to do, and it was incredibly average. Like, the combat was fine. Game looked gorgeous and loaded nice and quickly, uh, but the systems were boring. So was the non-existent story, and nothing from the world really grabbed me. I didn't want to go back to it at all, so that was a nice big disappointment. Uh, but the top spot for me, which congratulations to it, was Those Who Remain, because... Uh, the concept is awesome and some of the story beats are interesting, but it just falls over in pretty much every aspect. Like it is, it's not outright awful, uh, but it does squander the whole dual dimension gameplay and the the basis that it sets, it just never kind of, it never quite gets there. It it tempts you with something and then just doesn't deliver with it. And the the enemies are hot garbage as well so it's it promised something it just couldn't quite deliver that's a shame because yeah, i did the preview for that and i thought the the idea was kind of cool but yeah clearly they didn't um follow through with that one yeah like um, it it definitely has promise but just not yeah doesn't quite hit it all right before dylan goes i just want you all guys to just to jump into the discord there and check out the news that's just uh Oh, Come out. Why would oh, you God. ruin the flow of the conversation with that rubbish? <sighs> Get the fuck Super out of here. Super Seducer 3, baby, is coming out. I'm, uh, I'm just going to cut this out of the podcast. Don't you dare. <laughs> the old Mikey, the Xbox Cowboy, who I gave shout-outs to earlier, he's a, he's a big fan. He's seduced by man who makes a game. Uh, Dylan, what are your Yo. disappointments? Um, I just retconned one and decided to continue on with one of yours. Um, but yeah, I'm going to actually chuck Resident Evil 3 in there, cool. to be honest. Because um, I remember messaging you straight after I finished it mm. and being like, that was good. But fuck, if I'd have played that before RE2, I probably would have liked it a lot more. Yeah. And I think, Wasn't it also yeah. like shockingly short? 
Yeah, yeah. but I mean, two's also short. But yeah, it's yeah, definitely they're... shorter than th- uh, than two. They are kind of made one. to play again, if that makes sense. In sure. Yeah. 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 But they're not, yeah, like, RE2 had two sort of, so, yeah, two different characters to play through, whereas RE3 only ha- has the one, but yeah. Um, sorry, was that your only one? No, I that? also had um, yep. another one that will break KV's heart, but I actually have no, no straight roads on there. Um, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but you know why. Like, we had this yeah, discussion. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, like, I think you gave it a nine. I think. I did. Is that right? Yeah, I gave it a yeah. five and a half. Um, and I guess my issues with it were just the gameplay just wasn't, didn't, never quite felt right. But at the same time, the reason I was disappointed was because everything else was so enjoyable and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything about that game, you know, from the outside looking in, made it look like you know the the um one of the you know the i guess the indie gems of the year and i mean in 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 ways it kind of is like obviously for you kieran it, it was but um yeah just, yeah it just didn't hit for me as as well as i'd have liked it to but other than that i still i still had fun with it for sure but yeah the, the disappointment was that it just didn't all come together as as nicely as i thought it would have <clears throat> nice mm. Uh, all right, worst games of the year. Uh, this should be fun. Yeah. So, uh, runner-up for me was Made of Scare, which, uh, okay, four and a half out of ten. Uh, I actually thought this game was going to be... This game had a really cool setting. It was like a Welsh folklore setting, and, yeah, it looked, like, really cool. And then I played the game, and I thought, I want to fucking just drive off the fucking nearest bridge. This game sucks. Um. Yeah, just there was, it just had had a really like actually had a pretty cool setting to it, but um the gameplay was just sucked. It just it sucked. shit house. Um, <laughs> that's right. I got a code for you too, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, number one for me, shittest game, worst game of the year. Sorry. Um, Street. Power. Oh my god! I thought you were going to say Streets of Rage. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking the uh, soundtrack for some reason. Game. Yeah, Street Power Football. Um, Maximum Games. Oh, they, uh, this is this is their territory. They is love. That, is that like, going to be one of the games I do next year if I don't do my pledges? Nah, because you can't really. Uh, that's nah. But, you but can't really beat it. Again, like the idea is kind of cool. It's like almost like a. What do you call those cartoons with the funny ass? You know the the uh, caricatures. Is that what called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like a caricature take on uh, street football crossover with NBA Jam kind of thing. Um, Idea is kind of cool when you're charging like eighty dollars or whatever they were for it, or seventy yeah. bucks. Or yeah, it was. gross. Um, and the gameplay just wasn't very good. It's just not a good like. If you want to play street football, go buy FIFA and play Volta because that's a much better street football game. And you get an actual soccer game at the same time. Um, but yeah, this had its perks where you could have like power-ups and shit like that. But yeah, game just sucked overall. And yeah, 80 bucks. Yeah, fucking mad. For the people who sell games here, how, how many copies have you sold of Street Power? I don't football? think I have. I don't think we uh, even... Yeah, I don't think I've we, even seen it. 
We got in two copies and they haven't moved. <laughs> nice. I love uh, that that, that developer or publisher or whatever, I like that their like goal just seems to be like, if we can get on a list for the year, it doesn't matter what the list is. I just don't like, <laughs> if they had put this game out right and I'll go, let's say 40 bucks, like max, like max 40 bucks, right? Like that's, you, I, I, you know, it's probably not a three. Um, it's probably a five. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> five. You know, maybe a four and a half. But yeah, when you're asking people to pay, yeah, it just doesn't. No. Yeah, gross. No, Kieran, what do you got for us? Tamarind. Wish... Yeah, I uh, I knew that was coming. Big tamarind. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> I hate that game so much. Did did you roll credits? I can't. No, I can't recall. Yeah, you didn't. No, I could. I it's 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 deleted. It's like if I could remove that from my library, I'm I would. Smelling a punishment for next year. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> um, cool. Is that the only one? And Scully. Yeah, fair. Uh, oh, yep. Nah, fuck that game too. Okay, but okay. Uh, I, I think that, that's maximum. That's modus, isn't it? Yeah. Slash maximum. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, another treat for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, Jordan, sorry. Uh, okay. In second place, I have one that released early in the year. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Walson, Lords of Mayhem. I forgot about that game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Really? W- worst game of the year. Really buggy. Terrible story. Awful end game design, dreadful performance. It's just sucks. Not I was going like to say, I don't think Cyberpunk's <laughs> eligible. <laughs> um, but then ahead of that, and it's going to upset everyone here. I actually have to ask I, 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 I already know what it like. What I it thought is. the gameplay was incredibly dated. The writing was clumsy and clunky. Uh, the voice acting performances were okay. Um, there's a plane going outside of my house right now. It's very loud and my mic is probably picking it up. Um, yeah, I just thought that The Last of Us 2 was a product of giving uh, a bunch of wanky people free reign on a project. And there you go. There you go. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. That's how this so podcast that's, got started. That's exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like it. No problem with that. Adam, what do you got for us? WWE Battlegrounds. It fucking sucks, man. That's right. So, okay. In, in full fairness, (laughs) I had a mate come around when I was reviewing this and we played it and we got a lot of fun out of it, but mainly because we were laughing at it. Um, the gameplay is even for a party game, it's pretty weak. The performance is shithouse and the visuals are just fucking strange. Like, I don't know why they went for those kind of character models. But the most egregious thing is that the game is priced at $69.95 and it is just absolutely riddled with microtransactions that lock out content that really, really shouldn't have been. So, for instance, when the game first launched, the, the current champion of WWE was locked behind a paywall. The... The main main champion of that promotion locked behind a paywall and along with, I'd say, two thirds of the, the roster as well. 
Like it was just, it is absolute bullshit how many characters are locked behind micros. And being that you pay $70 for it, which it is not worth, by the way, is just outrageous. So what if it was $60? Oh, nah, yeah, no, nah, that's fine. Now, nah, like the mm-hmm. game is probably worth 30 bucks at most. And if it was 15 with the micros, I'd kind of understand. But the fact that it is 70 with them is just absolutely unreal. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Dylan, what, what do you got for us for the worst games of the year? Uh, also Tamarin. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Says um, the guy that told me it was <laughs> worth I, playing. I played 10 minutes of it and I was like this. And then when I actually got the gun, I was like, oh, uh, this is absolute shit. I think I, I think I reviewed it more nicely than you did. Although, what did you give it? KB? Uh, Three or something? Don't Three and a half. remember. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, very, yeah. very, very high. I think I gave it a four. But yeah, no, it was ass. And then I played another game that I'm 99% sure none of you guys have heard of called Into a Dream. I have heard of that, actually. Yeah, it's utter ass. Um, it tries <laughs> to be like a like your stereotypical indie game that focuses on, you know, like a an important uh, real real world topic. Uh, you know, in this case, depression. And, I mean, it does an okay job with that, but the game is absolute trash. So, um, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't recommend that to anyone either. But, yeah, thankfully I try to stay away from utter trash games. So that's basically it. Nice. All right, uh, quick run through let's go around the table very very quickly our most anticipated game for 2021 off the top of your head yep mine is resident evil 8 sorry resident evil village shocker uh kieran yours uh god of war ragnarok you reckon that's coming it said it is Mm, okay i'm gonna no i'm gonna roll with that until proven otherwise what do you want me to say buy a mutant (laughs) that's that's ragnarok is coming out before that yeah um, John? I was going to say Halo Infinite. That's going to get delayed again. Um, nah, it's coming, I reckon. End no. next year. Monster Hunter Rise. So keen for that game. Ooh. Nice one. Adam? Mine would be Ragnarok, but I'm convinced it won't be next year. So mine is Returnal because House Marquee Ooh. games are aggressively addictive and it's going nice. to be a banger. Hot. Dylan? Uh, Resident Evil Village. Nice one. Yeah. We can... Picking each other while we talk. Yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like liquors we are. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Last nice one. Let's quickly go through. I know you've all been patiently waiting for the well played game awards for twenty twenty. Um, I'll quickly burn through them. Uh, starting with Aussie made game of the year. Uh, there was a point here, Karen, when I was doing the votes. I kind of. Uh, before I started tallying the votes, I was like, oh my God, are you fucking serious? No way. I thought this this game might have actually won. Uh, in third place, there was only six games that made this list. Um, actually, I'll go through through them all because there's only six. Uh, so Elden, Path of the Forgotten got one vote. Project Windman got one vote. Swoopy Boy got two votes. Windbound in at third place with six votes. Necrobrister with uh, eight votes in second place and moving out on 11 votes. Took out Aussie made game. Yeah, boy. 
shout outs to SMG Studio there. Uh, so that just proves that we all need to play some more Australian made games. Uh, yes. Next year. Best performance uh, in. I'll read the top two because there's a fucking shitload of people on in third place. Uh, Ashley Johnson came in second uh, on five votes. Uh, she plays Ellie from The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, and winning best performance was Laura Bailey uh, for her role as Abby in Last of Us Part 2. Paid. On 11 <laughs> votes. Legit. Um, best soundtrack. Uh, Hades, six votes, third place. Animal Crossing, New Horizon. What? Seven votes, second Whoa. place. Yeah, right. Doom Eternal, best soundtrack winner, 13 votes. Fuck. Who? Uh, Rob. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I, I, I went when I was, I was like, fuck, I think. Well, I only gave it two votes, so. Uh, well, I think it was only you and yeah, well, two other people. Uh, best sound design, uh, Doom Eternal, third place, seven votes. Ghost of Tsushima, second place, 10 votes. Nice. Best sound design winner, The Last of Part 2, 14 votes. There's uh, some Brownlow best... vibes about this, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> How does that game get best sound design? Best game <gasps> design. That's it. There's two. So third place was a tie between Demon Souls and Hades on eight votes. Ghost of... Oh, wait, no, sorry. They're, they're type equal second, so I didn't change the colours here. So equal third place was Sukuna of Rice and Ruin and Yakuza Like a Dragon on five votes. Second place was Hades and Demon Souls on eight votes. And equal winner for best game design was Lysos Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima Fuck on off. ten votes. Where we? Best art style. How much is PlayStation paying you for this? <laughs> I wish. Because uh, pretty much all of my votes were fucking, apart from a couple of categories, made fuck all difference to voting. <laughs> uh, best art style. Third place, Ori, Will and the Wisps on six votes. Hades and Ghost of Tsushima were equal winners on ten votes. I didn't actually change the colours, that's why I fucked up this set. Demon Souls and Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal came in third place there for best art style so congrats to Hades and Ghost of Tsushima for best art style best new IP four guys in at number three place with five votes Hades number two on 11 votes Ghost of Tsushima wins best new IP on 18 votes Ooh. nice oi oi narrative of the year Hades third place eight votes Ghost of Tsushima second place nine votes Last of Us Part 2 winner for narrative of the year 18 votes Best multiplayer live service game, Animal Crossing, third place, six votes, Among Us, ten votes, second place, four guys, the winner of best multiplayer slash live service game, ongoing game, what do you want to call it, 12 votes. Indie game of the year, The Pathless, and four guys equal third on five votes. Carrion, six votes for second place. With the winner with 12 votes for indie game of the year, Hades. Yeah, boy. Game of the year. One vote. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. One vote. Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, sorry, Mortal Kombat 3. Mortal Kombat <laughs> 11 Ultimate. 
one vote. Hatsune Makuni Miku Project. Hatsune Makuni. Hatsune Makuni. Friends of Mineral Town, one vote. Iron Harvest, one vote. Streets of Rage, four, one vote. Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, two votes. Amnesia Rebirth, two votes. Daily Premonition, two. Blessing in Disguise, two votes. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, two votes. Persona 5 Royal, two votes. Rogi, two votes. Tell me why, two votes. <clears throat> Half Take a breath, mate. Three votes. Animal Crossing New Horizon, three votes. Darksiders Genesis, three votes. Demon Souls, four votes. Doom Eternal, four votes. Yakuza, like a dragon, six votes. Oh, yeah. Third place, Hades, seven votes. Second place, Ghost of Tsushima. Ah, I know where this is going. Eight votes. First place, winner of Game of the Year, The Last of Us Part 2, on 15 votes. Wow, we got Um, paid out like the Game Awards. So, Fuck. congrats to The Last of Us Part 2. Um, did they pay us more or less than Capcom oh. did last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I, I was waiting to see uh, what you would say. That's pretty much the only game that I voted for that made a fucking impact on any of the voting. Um, did you give it 12 my, votes? Yep. <laughs> Just I like did. Resident Evil 2 last year. All my other ones are fucking like one vote. Roki. Poor Roki. Anyway, nice work. Um... Good game. So, deserved win. I know that Jordan doesn't think so. Shit uh, game. Let's quickly, quickly wrap through some very, very, very quick news. So, yeah, Game Awards, uh, the major probably Game Awards winners were Ghost of uh, Tsushima won the player's choice for Game of the Year. Um, so, congrats to... Ghost of Tsushima for that. Uh, the actual Game of the Year award went to The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, best score of music. Uh, Kieran, you you would like this. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, boy. Uh, the other cool games. Best, Mikumi. best debut yeah, game what'd that went get? to Phasmatobia. <laughs> I mean, what? Phas- <laughs> Phasmatobia. No, it's the Haunting of um, Phasmatobia. Phasmatobia, the Haunting of Toby. The best, best game. game uh, there. Uh, best ongoing game went to No Man's Sky. Shout out to Sean Murray's reaction to that. The best Man's performance, Key. Laura Bailey. <laughs> best art direction went to Ghost of Tsushima. Best action game, Hades. Trying to find indie here, but I can't find it. Best indie game went to Hades. There's much more. You can read the winners up on the site. You probably read them all uh, by now. Uh Let's quickly talk about, very, very quickly, um, game awards announcements. Did anyone see anything that caught their eye at the at the show? I know, Kieran, you got a couple that you want to briefly say that you enjoyed? Uh, sure. Um, I can't remember oh, the names oh, of the oh, games you sent me, but they, the season. they both look, they both look season. great. Uh, and open roads. Yes. Um, and as I said to Adam, both <laughs> games with some expletive with a notebook. Um, what? If I, uh, it was one of those things where you just had to be there. But It was a good call at the time, I promise. Bo- both those games just had like that, that indie thing where it's about a character, you know, doing going on a journey and they got a fucking notebook that they're writing. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like they do look pretty cool. They should make uh, a open, game about the notebook. Open roads looks open roads looks fucking cool. Um, for me, the Callisto Protocol, yeah. even though it was just a fucking wank ass cinematic trailer, 
So uh, has anyone looked into that yet? No, nah, but it's in the PUBG world. What the fuck? That, that? Yeah, yeah, that was that's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. What a fucking yeah. weird time that is. It is. Um Wait, what? The Yeah. Yeah, I had to delayed reaction. But yeah, yeah, I had to think about that for a second. That's fucked. Um, what? Well, no, because yeah, it's running off of the PUBG World's input latency. Oh yeah, fuck it out. Does that mean I'm not going to be able to shoot anything properly because the shooting's gross? <laughs> the other two that got me pretty excited were uh, the release date for Hood. Um, it's got a mixture of PvP and PvE, so that's kind of cool. Uh, which is May 10th next year, May 7th if you pre-order. Uh, but the other game is actually, again, from Focus Home, and that was Evil West, even though the name is kind of bum. Um, Sounds like something you'll me, love. Gives me massive Dark Watch vibes. Uh, and Dark Watch is a fucking dope game. So You're a dope uh, game. for that. Thank you. Um, anybody else got anything they want to talk about from, excuse me, from the Game Awards? No. How bum did... Arc 2 look with buddy Vin Diesel. Yeah, big <laughs> Vinny D. you got to give him a shout-out, mate. Gee, I, I can just say, I will be completely content to, in a presentation, never hear the two words world premiere ever again. <laughs> well, That's how we're like running the podcast next happening. year. That's it. Um, um, I'm also keen to see, what was the MMO? Crimson, Crimson Desert, was it? Oh, yeah, oh, that looked really but good. It, but it's not. Kieran, I said, I said this to... KV, and he's like, no, nah, it's not a MMO. It's no, no, no. They said it's a single player set in an MMO world. So, like, it's a world that you would uh... typically play in an MMO, but it's yeah, a single it's player fun. experience. It looks, it looks fucking dope. Out. That's what's gotcha. got me excited. Yeah, it looks, I like, it looks really cool. I like everything about Black Desert except the fact that it's an MMO. So yeah. Oh, that's I'm what it is. Right. Okay. Now yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, Black yeah, Desert. I'm, I'm best, best character creator I ever spent five bucks yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kieran, do you want to talk about Mass Effect, or does anyone want to talk about Mass Effect? What's there to talk about? Mass Effect Effect will continue. That had to have been the most disappointing end to like a a grouping of announcements because they they built it up as like one huge thing left, and it's like, oh yeah, we're also not giving up on that that IP that people still might care about. What I found hilarious is as someone that doesn't care about either of those IPs. I got more interest in that Mass Effect thing than the Dragon Age thing. Yeah, well, the Dragon Age thing was kind of a bit the same, but yeah, like I thought as a like I thought you know you want to have your your big reveal kind of at the end you know, as your last one, and sure it's big in name, but the content of it was just was mm. nothing. It was just like, hey, we're working on Mass Effect. It's like, well, no there's shit. More, there's more content yeah, in the like, order. That's it, mate. True. Um, two other things I want to quickly point out before we move on. Um, does anyone think it was fucking weird that Tom Holland was there and there was no, yeah, like un- like Uncharted trailer? Like I thought that was an absolute shoe in. Yeah, it definitely. Um, you know, when he hey, came up, I kind of just got prepared to well, watch the trailer, but then it was like, hey, nothing. Here's Tom Holland, and then he's like, hey, here's Nolan North. Like, yeah, it was, was really very, bizarre. Like, do you need Tom Holland to introduce Nolan North? Like. Who's yeah. Nolan North? I mean, huh? Yes. Weird. Uh, second thing is Perfect Dark. What did everyone make about that? I think it's a, a weird, like when, so Microsoft have been shitting on about this quadruple A game. Yeah. It definitely, it's a weird IP for that to be focusing on. 
Hundred percent. Like that's that's what I, this doesn't like. You can give this IP to almost any of their roster of of studios, but to have this like creative powerhouse, this huge big talent pool of all this, you know, all the people that they've got from Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica and wherever else they've got people from, you know, to then have them work on an existing IP, it's just weird. I think that was my main thing. Like I. I personally don't really give a shit about Perfect Dark, so sorry to people who are really keen for it. And I want the game to be great. But I was excited about this, about the initiative, because it seemed like they were going to do these big, crazy things in a new world. Like, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for new IPs, and when it, got, when it was announced that it was just you know, a continuation of someone else's story, it was just, it was pretty deflating. Well, I don't know if, if, if they haven't really said if it's a reboot or a sequel or anything yet, have they? No, no, days, but the so fact, obviously. yeah, the yeah. fact that yeah. it's just set well, in that, that universe is just that yeah. was the other thing it, uh, in that one of those videos. They were like, "Oh, we're very early on in like development." It's like, hasn't the studio been together for like four years already or three years or something? <laughs> what have they been doing? <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah. For me, it's just a weird thing to have. I thought this was going to be Microsoft's answer mm. to or response to like naughty, naughty dog and you know those kind of i mean maybe it, maybe it will be yeah don't discount it yeah. like them all it's just a very I don't it's know, just, I just yeah it's just it. weird to base it on a franchise that's had one good game out of two mm. yeah, and that was on the 64 yeah but how good was really i fucking love perfect dark though that game was so good the first one obviously not mm. zero we don't talk about zero <laughs> um but yeah uh other thing i'm keen to play disco elysium on consoles Disco Elysium. Elysium. Disco Elysium. Is uh, that let's... any different to Hatsune Matsune? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually uh, Big Harry, Big Harrison, who voted for that game. I can't remember what it's uh, called. Right. Hatsune Miku. Uh, uh, sounds like a fucking... Hatsune Mikuni. Like a plug Hatsune in Mikuni. Like your computer. What? Um, <laughs> what kind of plug-in? <laughs> yeah, what kind of plug-in? Yeah, well, how? Let's look at. Let's go back to the name of it. Yeah, ad blocker, honey, Hatsune Mikuni, Holy Trinity, see, Project Diva, Mega Mix. I like, see, like that just sounds Diva, like mate. Come on, that's a word. Diva, Diva, Diva. Diva. How do you fuck what that up? It? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally pronounced Diva. Yeah, but why'd you say Diva? Yeah, then why, yeah, why would you, you say Diva? Diva? <laughs> did I say Diva? Yeah. Fuck it up. <laughs> wow, you can get it. You can play those games. I thought you would have played them on the PlayStation Vita. Yeah, <laughs> he's got you there, Zach. Uh, mate, it's they're bitter um, on the Vita. We've been going close to two hours. You know, you know how I get when I when I talk for more than five minutes. Minute. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, quickly, uh, we'll talk about one couple big pieces of news just regarding Cyberpunk. Firstly, um. They so based on pre-orders alone, digital pre-orders alone, uh, they had over eight million pre-orders total. But I think I think it's like eighty percent of that was like, or seventy-five percent of that was digital pre-orders. Um, just based on those, uh, on the money from that, they've paid back the development costs and marketing costs of Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven, um, which is wild. That is pretty um, wild. Well, I mean, they pretty much developed it for free, right? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, I didn't think that. Um, It'd be that, yeah. Like so, basically, all the physical versions that have been sold is just money into uh, the kitty, the CD Project Red, which is 
crazy. Like that's you know eight, over eight million pre-orders is wild. Um, then and then they go and hide the uh, the console footage, the PS4 and Xbox One footage, and now they've been um, basically forced to apologise. And it's almost in an unprecedented way they've encouraged people to uh, return the game if they're not pleased with it. Um, yeah, which if, is pretty huge. If if the retailer yeah. will let you, they they're only just which, doing that though, so people will still think that they're consumer friendly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. But it is. I mean, that ship sailed. But it is a good like. It is a good move though. So like, regardless if it is for that purpose, it's still. It's also not being enforced at all. <laughs> My favorite bit of the whole thing is like if you if your retailer won't let you, there's an email, and it's like, bro, imagine You've how got a fu- imagine how fucked that email's gonna be. <laughs> And it's only open for like two weeks, isn't it? Literally isn't it? one week. It's like I one think. week. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, one week. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they, they knew what they were doing. They, you know, they yeah, yeah, that, that, that they fucked up. And, and this is what Kieran and I, we um we spoke about how they were controlling the review narrative by only having PC codes and stuff. And uh, I mean, I didn't think it, it would it would run this poorly. Um, we actually got a we we do have a a very quick feel good story um to wrap this up with the one of the guys i work with he only has a base ps4 og uh, and he super keen for cyberpunk probably out of everyone i know probably the most pumped for it or close to um, and yeah so he like i like i called into work and he was like trying to get the day off work but we couldn't because we got like no one sort of at work like that day um he had to sort of come in but he's like oh, can i can't just come in for like a couple of hours and then and then leave. So he, yeah, so he left early. Um, then later that day, he sent me a message being like, mate, this is, this is cooked. This game barely runs. Uh, I, I feel like I've been stitched up. Like, what am I missing here? Wasn't this meant to be a PS4 and Xbox One game? Like, what's happening here? Yeah, well, um, you know, shit's just, you know, shit's just not loading. Um, and then the next day, like I, I, th- I told you, Kieran, about that. And then the next day, he sent me a message being like, hey, do you know when PS5s like might come back in stock? And I remember Kieran saying, "Oh, that he might have one or two like you know available potentially." So I was like, "Oh, hey, you know, you got any PS5s?" Uh, and he's like, "Nah, man, sold out." And I was like, "Fuck!" And anyway, so I messaged this this uh, this guy back, and he's like, "No, nah, it's all good. I'm I'm just gonna buy one from a scalper." And I was like, "Fuck!" And he's like, "Yeah, nah, I'm ready to spend like eleven hundred bucks or whatever it was on like a PS5 just to play Cyberpunk." Um. And then I told then I told Kieran that, and this is about I don't know fifteen twenty five minutes half an hour later whatever, and he's like, oh, you know, I've just had a cancellation on a digi- on a disc version, uh, and that day he went down and bought it. Well, his yeah, boy. partner went down and and bought it, and he fucking loves it. Nice. Um, so yeah, he loves it, and he bought me a six pack of beer. Shout out. Oh, so that's what. What do you get me? What beer me. though? What beer? So. Dylan, you love this. Oh, here we go. Uh, he, he, he goes, what beers you like? Miller. I go, Miller. <laughs> yeah, you fucking uh, would, eh? And then I was like, should I tell him to get Miller and not get the chills? I was like, nah, nah, nah. It, it'll be awesome. He'll know. He'll know. Rock <laughs> up to work. He goes, oh, beers are in the fridge. Rock up to work. Two hours later, I go upstairs, go to the fridge to get to get my drink out of the fridge. And there's a fucking six-pack of Miller chills. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's all right. It's all good. I'll drink them. You needed um, your I'll save, I'll save them for uh, 
when uh, KB comes around so we can drink them. Save them for Dylan. Yeah, next time I'm over and you force me to watch a trilogy of films and drink shit beer. That was a, a trilogy. Good tri- <laughs> yeah, no. That was a good trilogy, though. It was a trilogy, trilogy. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, good little feel-good story. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk is fucked. Did no one, <laughs> surely no one expected it to be this bad. Uh, I, I kind of did. Uh, the, the amount of times they delayed it, you th- would have thought they would have like they were they were doing that so that this wouldn't happen. Yeah, but then it did happen. Mm. Like, like imagine if it came out in April. <laughs> like right. what? What were they thinking? I think they were just they, they, just they were just at the point where they delayed it too many fucking times. It was just a joke, so they kind of felt obligated to to do it. But in in well, I think the in actual fact, they've getting... just yeah, well that as well. But they fucked themselves to the point like, well, not I mean they've fucked up pretty badly though, haven't they? In they in have the because like I think I think people... they burn a lot of bridges with a lot of people. People were okay because they were still relatively small, becoming big with like The Witcher. Um, you know, obviously The Witcher made them explode, and now I feel like that kind of grace is gone. It's like you've been through this once before. Mm. You know, fool me once, shame on. I just yeah, dickholes, shame on you know, and then fool me twice, bang. It's pretty. And, you know, see, the the thing yeah. is, I this is gonna sound weird, but I feel like it wouldn't have been so bad in a world where fallout 76 didn't exist because that kind of removed the veil that people had about bethesda and so they're thinking critically about other developers now as well because for the longest time bethesda were the benchmark to not be because their games Mm. are just poorly poorly made i think the other the other thing that stuck out to me and this is just from reading comments and replies and from the uh, CDPR simps, pretty much, but <laughs> we are very much in a release now, patch later. We're okay with that world. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who are like, "Oh, they've said they're going to fix it," and it's like, mate, the game is fucked. People, people, the hundred million players who own a PS4, you know, not everyone's got a PS5 or a Pro. They can't play the game, and the game was advertised as a PS4 game. It literally says PS4 on the fucking case. Um, there's like no, there's just no defense, like in my view, like you can't, and they deceived people by hiding code and console footage. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I it's, think, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot when like their, their whole deal, like obviously that company's come under scrutiny from, you know, industry people constantly in the lead up mm. to the release of this game. And the one thing they've always had going for them is their like quote unquote like consumer friendly side, mm. and like seeing that drop, that's pretty big to me. Yeah. Like if you're if you're one sort of if the one thing you're you're hanging on to is your like rabid fan base to defend you when you consistently fuck up, and then to screw them over, but like that's yeah. And the wild thing is that half of them don't even care still. Like, no, that's the know. thing. Yeah. I think they're lucky in a way that the new consoles are out properly because a lot of people who, or not like people, but like people are playing on that improved hardware. Mm. So, you know, yeah, like you said, like what happens if this game comes out before the new consoles even are a thing? Um, it'd be fucking a disaster. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like it just it just shows that, and we said this last week that it just shouldn't have come out. You know, it should have been delayed until 
next year at least, or at least until the next gen enhancement was ready, or they should have just dropped the PS4 version entirely in some regard. Or just mm. said, hey, hey, if you, if you have a base PS4, this game's going to run like shit, pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, or, you know, all base Xbox One. Um, yeah. Uh, Jordan, you said you've installed it. Is that on GOG? Yeah, or it's on PC, GOG. Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, fair. You, uh, you haven't played it? Yeah, okay. Um yeah, anyway, let's not talk about that. We'll uh, we'll talk about we'll have a big cyber cyber sex cast. Cyber smart. Um, oh hell yeah. Um at some point later. Later date. Um Shall we wrap up there? I don't think we've got any off topics to talk about. Yeah, we'll... Just wrap it up. It's already two hours. It is two hours. It's a, it's it's been a, it's been <laughs> the desperation in Jordan's voice. <laughs> yeah. oh, please please just please, please just end this. Um anyway, well, last show of the year. Uh, thank you to everybody who's listened to one episode, two episodes, all the episodes. Checked out our website, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you've uh, checked out. Thank you, and uh, we hope you have a great Christmas. Stay safe. Drink lots of peppermint oaks. Um, don't don't play Hakuni Makuni. Don't play Hakuni Matata um, or Tamarind. No. Or The Last of Us 2. Or, oh, how dare you? Uh, yeah. Thank you for supporting us and uh, we will see you next year or later this year for the Cyber Sex Cast. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.